Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Survivor Mania Episode 5. Lindsay and Scott here to break down this episode as we make our way into the merge. What's up, Lens? I don't have a lot to add to this podcast, honestly. I didn't take many notes, so I'm going to sit this one out. All right, sounds good. I'll take it from here. So this week we said goodbye to, in my opinion, one of the more interesting characters and narrators this season, Daniel. Um, Were you surprised to see Daniel go home this quickly based on how heavily he was featured, or do you feel like he was featured so heavily because he had a relatively early exit? You're talking about the edit, Scott? Sure. Yeah. 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 I guess so. I guess, I guess I'm talking I, about the I edit. think we, we talked about this as a big possibility when that complicated tribal council split vote going to rocks possibly happened and he made the decisions that he made in that tribal council. I think a lot of us saw the writing on the wall that he was, you know, had lost his, the trust of, of, pretty much everyone on the tribe and that it was possible that, you know, the moves he made actually put him on the chopping block to be next. Um, now, are you surprised that such a big super fan got himself in such hot water and was ousted as quickly as he was? I know he's done some interviews since. I mean, I, I actually think he almost overachieved this, this kind of super fan sometimes doesn't do so well uh, on the show. Um, but yeah, it can go either way. You can yes. get out right away like a Jacob Durbin or they can go all the way like an Adam Klein. Right. And then, or you could be in the middle and you could be eliminated almost instantly and make it to the end like Rick Devins. So, you know, he, he lasted, he lasted further than some of us thought based on his first, you know, his first episode, we thought he, he might've been a goner just physically based on getting pulled from the game, possibly when he injured his shoulder, so he 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 lasted longer than that, right? <laughs> yeah, I want to get so okay. There, a lot was made this episode of look at him out there spearfishing. He claims his shoulder isn't good enough for him to do swimming challenges. I kind of agree. I, I mean, here's what okay, maybe for appearances' sake, don't go out there doing stuff like fishing. But but fishing is something that inherently helps the tribe if you do catch the fish. Maybe you don't come back bragging about how therapeutic it is. But to me, it makes perfect sense that in an unpredictable setting like a challenge where you're going 120%, you wouldn't want to either risk injury or allow your injury to drag down your tribe's performance. 
and that it would be still fine for you to peacefully spearfish at your own pace. I, I, I don't know. I thought they made yeah. a little bit more out of that than was necessary. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think that snorkeling or I guess spearfishing, you know, ended up being more like snorkeling, but is is definitely different from competing in one of these challenges. It's a high, you know, when you're competing in the challenge, right, like you said, there's it's high stakes. There's a lot of pressure. You're not thinking every choice through. You're just going on adrenaline. You're more likely to injure yourself. Whereas with spearfishing, you're not going to, you know, you do what you can. And if something's bothering you or if something doesn't feel right, you don't do it. Uh, so I, I think you definitely have more control over what you're doing here. And I just think that everyone's looking for any excuse, right? So you see something like that. I think it was smart to kind of paint it as a joke at first, not, not making it clear that you're, you're trying to paint a target on him, but, but joking about how he can't compete in the challenge, but he's out there spearfishing and letting that kind of sink in with everyone, even if it's presented in a more jovial way. I think anything that paints an an extra target on someone's back is, is something they're going to try to use if they're smart players. Right. So in this episode, we say goodbye to Daniel. We're down to four, four and four. We also got totally even numbered tribes going into the, what we assume is going into the merge. Yeah. And so if it's a similar merge quotes, emerge in quotes situation to last season, um, was, was, didn't they do, so they did the, the split. This is the first time it's ever been exactly uh, right. Three tribes. So we don't know that they do it this way, but hypothetically, if they did it like they did on season 41, it would be that they split them into two teams. They then do a challenge. One tribe, one half thinks they're safe. The other half doesn't. Then someone goes to an island. They are given the opportunity to throw the whole thing. If they're doing it exactly Uh, like they did on season 41. But as we've seen, first of all, they didn't show uh, this you know, exactly in the previews, like they've shown other stuff in the previews. But I I think that as we have seen with other, uh, kind of, uh, wrenches that they've thrown in here from season 41, they've made little, little tweaks to, to all of these. Right. So everything's been not exactly the same, although I guess Shipwheel Shipwheel Island has been pretty similar, but other than that, everything has had these little tweaks to it. So I don't assume we're getting, you know, word for word, exactly the twist that, that we got in season 41. I think we're going to get the twist with some, some changes here. Um, so it's kind of hard to speculate, uh, what happens here. Um, but it, it does is a two hour episode. That's exciting. Yeah, that sounds good. And I, what I'll say is that what I do like about it, I do not like the hourglass. I do not like the screwing over a team that essentially wins. Um, I do not like the random happenstance of it all, but what I do like is the bypassing the new, we don't have like two tribes. We're going straight into the merge, which I like. So, um, that could be good. Um, well, what are some of the ways you think they could, make this twist better from season 41. Interesting. How how can they, what do you think they could do to tweak it slightly? And you would, you would enjoy it more. What about the, what about just the first half and not the bullshit part? So like, for instance, what about, you know, they don't get a classic merge. They get this breakup into two teams Mm -hmm. and do a, do a challenge. Half the tribe is safe. Half isn't, but Mm -hmm. one person doesn't get to flip it. It's just the results of the challenge. Like it should have been, you know, instead of doing the going right to individual immunity, you're going to team immunity in which, (laughs) because what are we assuming that Jonathan is just going to dominate these individual immunity challenge? I'm curious to see 
honestly, that is like something I'm, I'm very excited about, about the merge is seeing how Jonathan fares in the individual immunity challenges, which tend to be, you know, somewhat different than the, the group challenges as far as, as what skills they're focusing on. So I'm curious to see if it really is just going to be a slam dunk for Jonathan in these, you know, obviously not everyone, but, uh, you know, uh, uh, doing well in all of them. Um, and in many of them, um, like he has in the group challenges, or if there's just a different skill set, you know, for the individual ones. And we see some other contenders pop out here. So we have another Shipwheel Island uh, where Lydia and Roxroy go. Neither of them get the extra vote. Um, but as we come into a four-on-four-on-four situation, these extra votes actually do uh, come into play. So uh, in addition to this, we had we can go to the specifics of the execution, but we did have the three phrases said those idols have been unlocked. So but before that, let's just do a roll call here. Who? So so now we have an idol in the hands of Mike, an idol in the hands of Marianne and an idol in the hands of is it uh, Romeo? Drea. Drea. OK, so that's who has these idols who has extra votes. Um, we obviously had the, 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 the two that went in this episode did not, they chose to protect their votes, but who has gotten extra votes from this process? Do you have that in front of you or can you remember? Do I have that in front of me? Who do you think I am? Uh, yeah, Drea has gotten an extra vote and, um, uh, and Marianne has an extra vote. Okay. From that um, first, the first ship will island. So Marianne right, where has Je- where Jenny protected her vote. So Marianne so. and Drea both have an extra vote and an idol. Mm-hmm. Got it. So so really, the four on four on four, if they want to use them, is kind of like a five on five on four. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Right. If if we're if if it ends up that people are staying with their tribes, but do you? I mean, do you think that? You know, after that last tribal council where Chanel voted for Mike and Mike voted for Chanel and originally they were on the outs with High and Lydia, you know, do you see this tribe staying together? Um, well, mm, define tribe, right? Like, do I see maybe, you know, uh, depending on who wants to work with who do I, I mean, do I see high and Lydia staying together? Yeah. Do I think maybe I could, could I see maybe Mike? Yeah, but my, my point is that I, I don't necessarily based on some of these divisions, I don't necessarily think that, that people are going to go into this saying tribe strong and these numbers are going to be so clear cut as it's, you know, four versus four versus four. I, I, I think, uh, I think Taku is likely to want to stay together, but I think because of that and because people, Jonathan made people aware of how strong the tribe was. I think that's going to put a target on their back that maybe people are going to team up to take them out first is what I'm scared of. Mm, Yeah, no, that makes sense. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, all right. Let's go to a question here. Yeah. Th- this is from uh, Eduardo. Which players from different tribes do you see working together after the merge? So not including people who would w- potentially work with their same tribe. Who so I do think you, there's, yeah. I think there's, you know, the Shipwell Island uh, connections that have possibly been made. So, right. So we have Drea and Marianne went on that first jaunt together. Is, was there something there, you know, that happened there? Um, are the, are the people, you know, Roxroy and Lydia didn't seem to really make a connection on theirs. It seemed like on this this go around, like they were both very aware that they were the other person was being withholding with information and was being tribe loyal, which, you know, I don't think they took it personally because I think they both admitted that they were also going about it that way. But I don't necessarily think a connection was made here, right? And you know, so and then and then the other ship wheel island you got Omer and you got um, Chanel um, and clearly we're not on the same page here, but maybe they had a great connection on the journey there. Maybe there is some, some sort of a, a relationship that a positive relationship that can continue on. I, and I, I think there's a possibility, right? That there's something, either the people that all turned their idol, their advantages into idols here, um, could choose that, you know, oh, we have targets on our back. We have to protect each other. Um, or they could, you know, just use it to their advantage to, to try to win over and get the numbers, the first, these first few votes at the merge. Um, so I think those are possible connections based on advantages and twists. Um, and then as far as just who might connect really well, um, I think that Roxroy is going to be looking for people, right? I think um, that it's possible that that Roxroy uh, might make some sort of a um, uh, an effort here to to jump ship. I'm not sure with who. <laughs> looking, I'm looking at the. I'm trying to think with who um, because as we've seen, he has rubbed some people the wrong way. Um, but he seemed to really get along with Swathy, right? Like he took on kind of a paternal role there. Um, maybe a Marianne, who knows? Um, now that's interesting. We, we saw a little dissension among that tribe, right? The Marianne, Jonathan, Lindsay, Omer tribe. Um, do you see now, is that being thrown in to make us think that these people are going to realign or, cause I mean, these 
of course, I think they, Dre and Romeo are are clearly a unit and are going to stick together. But I think all bets are off for the rest of them. I don't think Tori has any loyalty to them, and I don't think Roxroy at this point um, feels safe with these people. Yeah, I could see like Mike and Roxroy hitting it off. Um, yeah, when, when I was thinking merge. about that. You know, people who like to work hard. Yeah, um, and and I, not. I could see I could see Drea and Chanel. Um, both kind of, I think on the outs of their, of their tribe. Right. And maybe Romeo gets brought in there as well. Um, I could see that as kind of being a unit. I could see, you know, I, I, I obviously see Lindsay and Jonathan as being strong. Um, but I could see maybe Marianne and Omer connecting with, uh, Chanel or Drea or Romeo and kind of making a, like a super middle tribe there. Um, I could see them getting along with High and Lydia too. Yeah, like, I also I could see, see Omer and High getting yes, along well. Yes, I see that as well. Um, I also, though, for instance, I wonder if because I mean High and again High is my winner pick. Um, I kind of put High into the category of player that I you know last season we had like a Ricard. Um, I think like there's a certain type of player that instead of looking at a guy like Jonathan, who on paper you might say, oh, guy, this guy can be me. I, I want him out. Right. But l- looking a little bit further ahead and thinking, Oh, I, I kind of want him in the game because he's a shield and he's someone who is always going to kind of be a good person to have on the chopping block. And so I wonder almost, does he end up maybe if not aligning with a Jonathan sort of uh, in essence, trying to keep him in the game because knowing down the stretch, he might be, you know, if as, as a player like a high, as the game goes on, becomes more of a threat to win, whether they're necessarily a threat on the day to day scale. Right. So in essence, players like that like to keep players like Jonathan in the game, because since they're a day to day threat, they're always on paper a better option to take out than the person who, when you look up at the end of the game, you're like, why did I leave this guy? in? why did I leave this woman in, you know, she's going to win. Well, it's because you were more worried about taking out the Jonathans of the game. So, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if high, uh, maybe found a way to, to work alongside or at least in tandem with Jonathan or Lindsay, um, or with players like that. What do you think? It's interesting to me because in the, in the tribal part of this game with the competitions, they were, you know, their tribe was planning on keeping, uh, high, the Vati tribe was spending on keeping high over Lydia and Lydia was the target, but right. I think as we got to individual immunity, wouldn't it make more. And now that high has shown himself in how he carried himself in that tribal council with the tie vote, it feels like between the two that high would be the bigger target, right? Like why would you get rid of Lydia over high here? Um, so I'm wondering if that's going to switch. Whereas, you know, high has, has somehow gotten away with this, maybe, you know, this tight duo that people are aware of, you know, become aware of as a tight duo, wouldn't high be the obvious target here over Lydia? Yeah, well, I do, yeah, I do think that Lydia is the person you would keep, for instance, over high. Um, I do think that, you know, when you look at some of these duos, you know, there, there seems to be the like the 1A and 1B as far as who the bigger threat is uh, and who, who might be the person kind of, you know, obviously, you know, having someone... Uh, number one is really good. Um, and you do sort of like, depending like, on how aware people are of, of that. 
Right, you know. And uh, I think Hi and Lydia have made very clear the fact that, you know, Hi was willing to go to rocks for his number one, I think make is a very is, is the clearest indication you can get that that's someone's number one and that they're loyal to each other. Sean says, is it reasonable for a player like Marianne or Jonathan to win the whole thing? Jonathan in the sense that he'll be viewed as too strong of an immunity challenge threat, and Marianne with her boisterous personality that has potential to wear down her tribe mates come tribe mates come merge. If possible, what is their path to success? Feels like you need to be more, quote-unquote, under the radar to have a best shot nowadays like Romeo or Lindsay might have going for them. So I think originally we were worried about Marianne being a threat because her social game was so good. She was so likable. But we've seen over time that actually it's you know somewhat irritating to some people, the, the constant positivity and boisterousness and and talking. So, uh, you know, in that way, I think maybe she's taken the target off her back. Like instead of people talking about how likable she is, maybe, you know, she she almost saved herself by talking so much and annoying people because she's taken a bit of the social target off her back. If people are aware of that. Yeah. You know, I, I do, you know, I do think that, you know, in the small tribe setting, um, it was clearly starting to get on Jonathan and, and Lindsay's nerves, but I do think there's there's more people to I don't hide think behind. It was Lindsay's nerve. Well, maybe. Well, it's yeah, a sorry, point, sorry. More Jonathan. I, didn't, right, I don't more think Jonathan. it was a good yep. look for for Jonathan. By the way, saying that the women are annoying right. as they talk a lot. I think he could have put it on himself and said, "I'm I'm just someone who needs quiet time to decompress. I'm a bit of an introvert. I need to have." I need to have my space to, to function well. That's how I am. Instead of putting it on whim, the women for being annoying, I, I, I think he, you know, as, as great as he has looked this whole time, I did think that was the first time that I didn't, I didn't love that. Yeah, this definitely that took part. Jonathan down a peg, I think, and they might be maybe preparing uh, us for his potential exit if he does go down here after the merge. Um, or they're just making him a more dynamic character. Talking and maybe- about the edit. Okay. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's watching a show. It's, uh, um, but yes, I am talking about, well, I'm talking about him. I mean, like choosing to include him talking about the women talking too much, right? Like, is that, is that something you do to your eventual winner, right? Or is that something you maybe keep out if, you know, you're going to want everyone to uh, wear Jonathan t shirts come summertime? I, I don't think necessarily everyone would view that as, uh, you know, as a negative. I think oh, think some guys are out there saying, yeah, I agree with you, man. They need to pipe down. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, uh, I think that it, it is, you know, pr- probably male editors editing this. I, I don't think necessarily people would see if they were editing it, that that would be looked at that way. I found it to be that way. Here's a question from Stevie B who says, what are your thoughts and likelihood on Jonathan jumping to the challenge? I'm assuming once he loses an immunity challenge after the merge, he's gone. Guy's a beast. Um, well, I do think whether he makes it super far or not, I do think he's like, you know, potentially someone who, if they start bringing back players CBS from this generation, challenge or well, I think from, from, well, so I would say, I, I think he's a trifecta. I think he's a, a lock to be brought back for survivor. If they end up, end up bringing people back from this generation, which eventually they'll do. You um, think he's a lock? 
Yeah, I think so. I think I he. I don't think so. Well, because I think he's. Uh, he I'm not t- saying no, but I, I don't think he's a lock more than many other players this season. I think, for instance, like he. The last well, because I'll give you an example of someone who people compare him kind of to like John Morrison, right? And I don't think like John Morrison will ever come back, right? So I think of this archetype, he's to me like the, you know. Uh, the the sort of strong player you know who might lose you know and and the there's always that what if right when a player like this does not dominate their way to the end of the game what if they had another chance to right those players do get a lot of second chances and I would say that in the last few seasons there haven't been too many of them and so to me already in five episodes he seems to be the one most poised for a return appearance because his character is so dynamic. He's such a likable guy and he's got that factor going for him. He's not necessarily competing for that spot with a bunch of other guys um, who would take it. Whereas, you know, in seasons past, you know, you've had that person from each generation that comes back in that slot, you know, the Joe amazing or um, people like that, Uh, Malcolm, but he's, he's almost like those guys on steroids, not literally, but you know, um, he's almost like Malcolm, you know, if Malcolm was even, you know, taller, you know, uh, and stronger. So, I think he he will probably do another season survivor, but even if he doesn't, I think he's a lock to like I think if he had uh, been on an earlier season, I think he would have been on the CBS challenge that they just went and filmed. Um, so if they do more and more of those, I think he's a lock to be called for that. And I do think he could be called for a, a regular MTV challenge as well. He seems to fit in nicely. He feels older to me almost like, but he's young. He's like in his late twenties, so he's like almost perfect uh, challenge scouting report there so Mm -hmm. i think i think yes what about you say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, I mean, definitely on the CBS challenge. Uh, I, I, I don't know if he brings a lot of drama to the table it's hard to tell on survivor but i could see it sure yeah Yeah, and what's interesting is we'll have to see once like 38 goes out but like you know they're 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 off filming a cbs exclusive challenge right now that contains a lot of people from survivor and a lot of people from big brother and you wonder like does that disqualify those players from them from then doing say season 38 or another season of the challenge does that mean that someone like a Jonathan would be held for the next version of a CBS challenge instead of going on to an MTV I challenge? I mean, we saw Lolo make the jump from the All Star, from the uh, Celebrity Big Brother. Celebrity, no, from from. Oh the uh, oh the challenge All Stars, the, the challenge, challenge champs versus stars, champs versus stars. Yes, yes to yeah. the regular challenge. 
Uh, right. I, no, I just wondered. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And I, truth, truth be told, I have no idea. We'll have to wait and see. I just wonder, does the existence of a CBS challenge in general, like, for instance, would Jay Starrett have gone on the CBS challenge and not Total Madness had the right. CBS that challenge existed. existed? Would Natalie Anderson have gone on the CBS mm-hmm. challenge and not Double Agents had that yeah. existed and so on? We'll have to wait and see. Um yeah. But yeah, I mean, look, I do think, still think Jonathan is poised uh, for a long run here. I think ultimately it'll come down to Jonathan or High. Um, I might be completely wrong. Uh, we might be getting a season where the winner has yet to emerge, just like last season, where, like for instance, Erica was pretty much a ghost up until this well, point. We're of last all going to be really aware of if they do have the time turner uh, at the merge. We're going to be very aware of who gets that position, right? Yeah, well, well, yeah, I mean, but that would be that interesting would... to see how that plays out. This the person that does it this season, yeah. where where they kind of land. Well, I'm really Great. excited for this double episode, two hour episode, extra it long gives, episode it almost of Survivor. Gives, don't you think it almost gives Erica more credit, right? If like whoever does the, t- it, you know, may, if, if that is the case, if we're right and they do do it again, whoever does the time turner this time makes that choice maybe goes out quickly after that, has a target on their back. Maybe, you know, people who were, were you know, somewhat doubters of, of Erica's deservingness, maybe it gives her a little bit more credit. Like, look, it's not a guaranteed gets you far because you made this choice or, you know, people necessarily look at it a certain way. It depends on how you, how you play it afterwards. Maybe, yeah. So let's talk about let's talk about this the phrase the, the phrase, the three way, you know, I mean the, the ones that the phrases they didn't say? The phrases they said uh, about seventy percent of them, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so I, I think here we we ha- we got this to happen. Really, it the, what's interesting about the way that it played out this season is that it would have happened anyways. The next, probably the next episode, right? The only thing, the only way it mattered, the only person it probably mattered for was Mike because Mike ended up going to tribal council. This episode wouldn't have had a vote. If, if they had not said the phrases, right? So I think he's the one person that it did make sense. It did impact because, right, correct me if I'm wrong, but next episode, it seems like their idol, it would have turned into idols for all of them regardless, correct? Uh, yeah, no, which, I, which I don't no like. No hindrance to them other, yeah. than, other than the one tribe that ended up going to tribal council, which was Mike's tribe and... You know, we did see that his vote could have mattered if certain things had played a little bit differently. Um, so I think it was the right move here for Mike to end up, after all, even though he put it out there that he, he might not do it, he wasn't going to do it. I think I think it made sense for him to do it here and not lose his vote. Um, I just think uh, the only reason to have held back is that you know, you make it one more tribal council. You don't know at this point when you say it, which tribe is going to tribal council, right? So for every, you know, you, you don't have that, you know, you don't have that hindsight. So you have to make that choice up front and sort of guess on, you don't know when the merges and you don't know whether your tribe is going to this next tribal council. But it's possible that that, that a, a move here could have been to purposely not say it so nobody knows that you have it. But I just think too many people know who has it on the various tribes. So it's going to get out anyways. So you're not, I don't think you're, it's worth trying to protect that knowledge because I think it's, it's already, it's already out there too much. 
Um, any updates on your winner picks that you want to go on what, record with? What was that noise? What were you playing? Some video on Twitter while no, I'm talking? No, I wasn't playing anything. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. Uh, I, I, uh, what do you think of Mike's delivery of this soccer line here? I, did, I thought he botched it. There yeah. was just no segue, right? Well, it like, seemed like he was setting it up to be like part of a larger... Seemed like he, yeah. Straight up said it. There was no segue. There's... There was no slow rolling. He really lingered on the back end, but that made it almost worse. And then he, then he didn't really say it entirely correctly, which I, that, that's the thing is like, you know, I guess it's their discretion, but, you know, I think part of sticking the landing is, you know, unless you have like a language barrier, which I get with some people, like I just, I don't, I, I think you have to say it word for word. That's like part of the challenge, right? Because if you can kind of just ballpark it, then like, why is it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I just think it would be pretty weird TV, though, right? If it's like they get back and they're like, uh, sorry, Mike, you missed a word in there. So everyone says not. Yeah, I mean, maybe high drama, but I think it'd be controversial. Yeah. Why right. did Treya claim to have a potato? Couldn't she have just said she was imagining having a potato? Yeah, I, I thought that was an interesting was choice. That is so, like a provable fact there that she lied so about. so weird. Yeah, I mean, not like, yeah, like everyone on her tribe, right, knows that she didn't have a potato unless like, did they have potatoes? But I, I just, it doesn't seem like an obvious thing out there on the island to have a potato. I don't think it was part of any reward, right? So I thought that was such a weird, bold claim that hopefully people just completely overlooked and and don't take her literally on. Uh, but I, I thought there were so many ways around making that claim that that was strange. Yeah, that. But we didn't. We haven't seen her checked on it yet, so that's good. Well, no, no one still checked anyone on the fact that they were bleeding out of no cuts. So and know, also at this point, does it really matter with how many people know? Although the, right. her, hers is the tribe where the least amount of people that's, know. Yeah. That's, she's the only one where not everyone knows. Yeah. Exactly. But then come merge. Everybody knows. So, right. yeah. Right. All right. Uh, anything else before now, since next episode is an extra long episode of survivor, we th- figured we'd make this an extra short episode of survivor mania, but um, any predictions going into the merge winners or otherwise? I, I think that uh, I think that Omar's in a good spot. I think you know. I think even if this this group is looked at as a strong four, I think there are bigger targets within that strong four. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, that I think that we're gonna get this this hourglass twist. I just think it's gonna be different. If I had to guess, maybe you know, maybe they they tell them something about it. Like maybe there's more information going into it. Cause I think that was the biggest complaint from the players openly to Jeff and 41, right. Which is just like, you told us something and then you'd completely took it yes. back. There's lots to like, maybe there's just a little bit more transparency with it. That'd be good. Or just remove it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm I think very excited continue to see shots in the dark played. Cause it seems to be that this group is more, I, I am surprised, or, I will say, I was surprised that neither of them played their shot in the dark. We we have heard that Daniel was completely blindsided here, uh, but I'm surprised he didn't play it. I'm surprised that Chanel didn't play it. Um, we were getting close to the sixth time it was played, so we're getting close to that odds uh, coming mm-hmm. through, but um, not like it really matters. It's one in six every time. It's not like it really matters, but... Um, yeah, but yeah. I, I so and then I don't think going into this merge, I don't think it's going to be tribe strong. I think we're going to have a lot of uh, mixing and matching here. 
Yeah, interesting. It, you know, I, I think there might be some, even some, like, unanimous stuff here. Like, you know, maybe everyone agrees to get Tori out, uh, you know, or, um, you know, if, if, if her tribe doesn't trust her, if Ika doesn't trust her, uh, you know, it could be an easy vote like that or something. I think Tori's making it far. I just got a feeling All about right. her. See. I wouldn't be shocked if Tori was uh, who got the hourglass, by the way. I wouldn't be shocked. If they do like a schoolyard draft. I don't know. Oh, is that how it was before? Oh, well, that was. No, it was, it was like, it was, it was random before, right? It was like two people didn't get it and then they picked which of the two oh, people right, right, were right. going to go. So I think it's a bit random. I and mean, maybe they do that differently, right? Like maybe they ask if anyone wants to sit out. Yeah. There could be some. There could be something with that that's slightly different too. Interesting. All right, that's all I got. What about you? Yeah. Thanks, everyone. We will see you next week. And this week, I think we'll make an effort to get it up pretty soon. Two-hour episode merge, probably a very news-heavy episode. And we're not going out of town. We're not going out of town, but it is your birthday on Friday. If anyone wants well, to send uh, some early birthday wishes to Lindsay, Friday, April fifteenth. Yeah, it's my birthday, guys. Mm-hmm. We've got big plans. We're going to the movies. Big plans. <laughs> Big plans. All right, guys. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Challenge Mania shop is open. Head over to challengemania.shop today for the best way to support the podcast while looking good doing it. New designs and items added every few weeks. Maniacs, time to mobilize. Check out challengemania.shop today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.